Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to West Underground, Sydney's number one podcast. And that uh, we certainly are. We've had 250,000 views of across, a million across views. our YouTube. Um, we want to thank you guys for your continued support. And uh, we really appreciate you listening to this pod. Uh, don't go anywhere, though, because today we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about the Israel and Palestine conflict. Boo! Uh, we don't really want to talk about it, but I suppose we have to because it's happening right at this minute. Uh, Hi, guys. We just want to pause this for just a second to tell you about what's coming on West Underground. This week, we're joined by none other than Wicked Envy. With the band, we discuss the use of AI in music, listening to other people's boring dreams, and much, much more. Head over there if you love what we're doing. Follow us on everything. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. And if you really like us, you can check out our Patreon. Go on, be a legend. Back to the episode. I put like this. Um, we're talking about Matthew Perry, and we're talking about going to Paul McCartney. I don't Which, know if you can see, but Jack and I are wearing matching T-shirts today because we, we didn't even go to the same concert. We, we went to different ones. But together. We've, we've realised today that maybe we have the same taste in T-shirts. Hit, hit the like and subscribe if you're on Spotify. Leave a nice comment. Leave a review if you're on YouTube. Leave a comment. Leave a subscribe. Give us a like. And All please give us there. a review on Spotify. We, we, we need we, it. We appreciate we it. We need it. It keeps us giving this product for you people. The minute money you have to pay. And the third and final, oh, sorry, the fourth and final thing we're talking about today uh, is celebrity boxing. And uh, so stay tuned. We've got a whole, we've got a great show today. Maybe. um, We'll see. Yeah, anyway. Now to the episode. To Monday Night Fever. Let's go. Let's roll the intro. Welcome to Monday Night Fever. We are back at it again. It has been a while since we've done our last one, but we are back. How are you feeling, man? Back in the game. Back in the game. Uh, it's been a little week or two. We're all very, very refreshed. We don't usually film this one. So if you find us forgetting that the camera's there, that'll be why. Uh, we're joined by my big baby brother, Thomas Hull. I love that, the clap. How are it's we? It's a nice clap, isn't it? You've had it before. We've all had it, haven't we? <laughs> Bit of penicillin, not in there. Yeah, this sofa stinks like the clap. Isn't it nice to sit on this sofa? Yeah, I know. This is the best sofa. We, that we other never, lounge we, we never, put guests on all the time. We never get sucks. to sit on this sofa. Yeah, I've it noticed sucks. now that I'm on, I've sort of been demoted now to the crap, mm. the the sh- crap the sofa. shit seats. But if you have been a guest on this podcast, you should feel very blessed to know that we give you the best, most comfortable lounge. Comfortable. It doesn't smell. No. It's good. This is like, I think... So what people don't see is when we're doing the pot, when like 
behind the scenes kind of thing. This is where we all sit. <laughs> and then when the guest comes in, we go over on that miserable little sofa over yeah. there. Yeah, we even try to put like a nice little blanket on it. Yeah, I don't it know if you can doesn't see, help it. We found it. Yeah. We did find it in an alleyway behind. behind. We did um, our best. Straight into it. All right, straight into can, the can wall. Can we just acknowledge first, before we go into the wall, which is obviously a pressing issue, matching T-shirts, I didn't get a shout. What's, um, what's the crack? Uh, we didn't do this on purpose, so what we'll get into it later on. We went to watch Paul McCartney. All of us have this weekend. Tom and I went Friday. Hugh and Hamish, the, the device, the, yeah, the divide of the families. Divide, yeah. Um, they went Saturday, <laughs> and Hamish and I have still ended up with the same t-shirt. Yeah. But what's funny is we both bought multiple t-shirts, and we bought multiple. We bought all the same t-shirts, so I have a feeling the podcast for the next few weeks is just going to be us circulating seeing if we wear the same t-shirt yeah. but yeah obviously we'll get into that a bit later on uh, and yeah we'll talk about that 250,000 views on YouTube which, which is huge which is funny because the way Hamish and I are we both went oh. and only Tom was like I, it's, it's a massive it's really achievement good. maybe <laughs> it's huge maybe it's just our ego go we want more yeah I want more god damn it more. no but it is it, like now I've had a bit of time to reflect on it it's huge it's yeah. absolutely huge. So that's all to you people. So thank you. Yes. This is why we don't usually film Monday Night Fevers, but we've decided to today as a, as a little treat, if you like. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy. We'll, we're yeah. on our best behaviour. We'll, we'll try and be on our best behaviour. So the, the war. <laughs> straight into the straight war. Straight into the war. Yeah, yeah. The war. Israel-Palestine mm. kicking off. I wish mm. we had a button there just to come in with like a bit of Creedence Clearwater in the background. Just... Fortunate son. It ain't me. I ain't no fortunate son. So obviously, uh, look, we can't not talk about it because it's happening. We had to do this with Ukraine and Russia. Uh, Obviously, you know, we we have got opinions on it. Um, I'd just like to start off by saying it's just not very nice really, is it? Pretty nice, this war going on. I I wouldn't even say it is a war either, to be honest. it's. What else would you call it? Uh, I don't know if you can classify something as a war when one side's got drones and a full army and the other side is rebels and normal people. I think I think, um, I think to start a war, you need to, by definition, have an army, don't you? Yeah. Is that, is that correct? That might be completely is wrong. Cor- is that correct? Tom, let me ask you, is that correct? I don't know if it's correct at all. Okay. Normally, I'd have the computer or something. Yeah. I think it's technically, you need an army. I don't think Palestine have an army. I think it's militia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's, it's a mess, isn't it? Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. It's crap. <laughs> I haven't read any good news about it. No, it's there shocking. Is, there is no good news. Is no, there? The no, thing no. that scares me the most about it is I can't, I can't actually foresee like how this, how this ends without a lot of blood on either side. Do you mm. know what I mean? Because both, I, I think the real problem here too is both both states have had now so much so much pain from one another, right? Yeah. That, that the, the, the question of like being civil and getting on and living in the world together is, is, not, really, is not really on the table because too many people have got fresh wounds from I having th- their yeah, parents th- or still, know somebody. There's still a lot of anger there right now and do you need to be angry for a little bit longer before they'll be able to go all right that's enough but yeah. it's 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 how far how far it's allowed to go i think like what the us and britain and whatever have done of like oh you know full support for israel is the worst thing they should have just been like hold on a minute let's have a look at this instead they've they've kind of put fuel on the fire 
and then it became a thing of picking your sides. Lebanon of when with with Palestine and because they're like, oh, hold on a minute, all the big boys are picking on, so it's it's kind of splitting it up for countries to be picking sides. Whereas I think like if you if you're Biden, you should just be like, look, let's let's stop the killing. Let's let's yeah. Um, I understand too that um and and I suppose this is what this is really what's a little pissed me off a little bit too is that like they hadn't they hadn't had war in in in, uh, in the state of Israel the state of Palestine they had they were getting along for a little bit they had a, they had a two year window where they were were getting along and I understand the, the Pal- honeymoon period I like to call it and I understand the Palestinians like f- feel like they're they're well they are oppressed right mm. to a certain degree and I don't think that I don't think that's good but I don't think because the what what was happening too over there is Israel was also giving the the Palestinians more um more what would you call them like civil civil rights civil rights yeah and reducing things and also letting 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 them kind of mingle in the states because it had been peaceful so they they thought well why do we have to obviously keep this huge military presence up anymore because mm. it's costing us a fucking fortune and these, we haven't had we haven't had conflict with these guys and as soon as the as soon as the restrictions came down that's when we saw that's when that's when we saw the the attack so i i don't think I don't think the Palestinians were right in attacking, and I also don't think the 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 Israelis were probably in the right for kind of put putting them in a in a like in a in a in a circumstance where they felt like they had no other option. Mm. Yeah, and and that's it. I think it's just look, we're three idiots sat on one nice sofa and one shitty sofa, so like we we can't you know what's right and what's wrong. We we just know. On both sides, what's going on isn't good at all. I think we can all agree. This yeah. is this is a big shit storm and it has been lingering around for I mean, in modern history, the last sixty sixty odd years and then in the human history two thousand years, depending on yeah. which book you read. Um oh. so look it, it's it's shitty, but you know, we we'll try and start you can imagine our feelings on it either way. And for the first time in my life, and I never thought I'd say this, if Donald Trump was president, who I think this would be going on right now, and I don't think it would be. No, I don't think it would be either. I don't think it would be. I'm waiting for the Donald to come back. But and I, I've, you know me, I've never supported Donald Trump. <laughs> I have never supported him on anything. But yeah, I, I feel like this, this would have been nipped in the bullet a yeah, little bit too. sooner. Me too. Same, I think Russia same, and Ukraine as well. Same with your sh- Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, old Sleepy Joe. And uh, you'll never ever hear me say a good thing about Donald Trump, but I just think this wouldn't have escalated as quickly or as violently as what it has. I think as well, uh, you know, the, obviously your, your algorithm on Instagram and whatever tells you different things. Mm. The... From what I can see, anyway, the support that the UK government is supposedly giving Israel at the moment is completely contradictory to yeah. what I'm seeing from the British people. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. you can't have much confidence in the British government anyway, can you? You know. <sighs> and like, one talking point I, I would like to discuss with you guys is like, is. Two, you have to you ha- you have to understand that on the on the on the seventh when the attack happened, that that attack would have was a, was a planned 
was a planned attack, right? Like mm. guys got together, they understood that this event was happening mm. and they planned to strike this, uh, this event. So uh, like a fair bit of planning would, went into it. But what I don't understand is what they thought Israel's retaliation was going to be like. Mm. Because it, it also sucks too that that group went and, went and did that because I, I suppose they don't represent the, the whole of the Palestinian people that have just had now just dr- bombs dropped on them. Yeah. And Th- this and is I think that's that 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 also sucks too. And I think those people like it's just that, I don't know that upsets me too. No, th- this is like you you saw right. Like remember um remember the Paris attacks, the hundred and twenty six mm. people there it was at the Bataclan, yeah. and the the but it was awful what went on. But the next day the response was they just went and bombed the fuck out of Syria, and like because that's where. Oh, well, that's where the ideology is. That's where the bad people are. But what you're doing is you're just killing more innocent people, which means they then grow up with all that hatred still because they remember the bombs. They, re- You know, think of the hangover after the Second World War of what Brits thought of Germans for a very long time after that Second World War because all they know is, but these are the people who drop bombs on us every night. And it's it's hard because this doesn't go away with more and more bombs. Because an attack on a few hundred people and then consistent bombing on thousands and millions of people, it's not, it never goes away. So unfortunately, it's going to go on for longer until there is just, all right, let's, let's, let's put a ceasefire on this. And I don't think it helps with the support the Israeli government gets anyway from, from the West. We, we keep putting fuel on that fire. Yeah. And, and I, and I think too, within, with this instance as well, like, it's 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 kind of hard like it's i can't i can't really take any sides in this but i also like i i don't i also don't like how either side is either side is kind of also playing playing the playing the victim Mm. and i i understand too that that palestine aren't aren't as well armed as what Israel are, mm. but I think it's very hard to play the victim if you were the one who threw the first punch. Well, I, a- I, 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 sorry, I've got to cut in there because to, I would imagine that the people who have thrown the first punch, if you like, are the are the oppressed. They don't feel like they are throwing the first punch. They feel like they're, they're retaliating. retaliating. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's like part of the mess. You know, it's like it's like. And you speak to people and they say, oh, well, like, you know, it goes back thousands of years and that was their land and all of that sort of stuff. And you can sort of go back as far as you want with that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's just, it's justifications. Everything's justifications, you know? Yeah, I, I, I get you. I get, like, I, I see that point too. Like, I see that there's people that feel like they've, 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 um, you know, they've been pushed aside and, and not really given their you know their rights and that's that's kind of why they're that they're attacking but it's also like is that you know like if you're if your country's getting getting along and you've also been given back a lot of lot of civil rights you and you've sat around in a group and planned to like i don't think like you know what i mean it's like that old saying when you're a kid and you do something naughty and your parents are like two wrongs don't make a right yeah i mean but you've just said it there They've just given them back a lot of the civil rights. Some. But they're not their rights to take. They're not their people. 
that's not their country. It's it's hard. You know it's I mean? hard. It's hard for us to say, I guess, because we yeah. you know we don't. It's really hard for us to truly understand that situation, you know. Yeah. And an example that I said recently was, you know, if if I got up to go to work and I walked out and there was a man with an automatic rifle standing outside my house and he asked me what my name was and where I was going and he did that all the time and my partner had to leave the house to go and get food and felt fear of her life and I couldn't go and get a normal proper job and I couldn't get normal proper health care and I couldn't get normal proper education like I, I haven't got normal proper education anyway <laughs> the, but, no, the normal proper count there is like six right normal yeah. we'll normal. call this the normal proper side of the podcast yeah. but you know like like I I have all them things. I have normal proper things, <laughs> but like people don't. Yeah. People don't. Yeah. So it, yeah. like, and I know like we we'll never get to the bottom of it. Us three lads, but it's just so hard to understand that yeah. that feeling of, and especially as well. I think the the land thing is so important in it because yeah. they feel it's their land. We've just had a a referendum in Australia, you know, about the yes vote and stuff. And land is such an important thing for people. Yeah. And me and Jack have just left the UK to come to Australia. We, we don't give a fuck about our land, you yeah. know what I mean? What, what land? We haven't got to fight for it, though. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Would I, you Would you go? Would you fight for Australia, Jack? Uh, well, Let, let's I, just say there was a big I, country to the east. I had I had a thing about this. To a guy in the pub, they were talking about, like, the army. And, like, my whole thing with war, anyway, like, we've got, like, some of our best friends and cousins of stuff fought in Afghanistan and Iraq. And, yeah. and I always said, like, I love you and I love why you thought you went, but I don't love the war of it. I, 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 like, and I've said that to all of them. And one of the boys in the pub said to me not long ago, yeah, 100%, I would fight for my country. Would you not fight for England? <laughs> and I was like, no. no. And I was like, if someone invaded Liverpool, I'd be on the first plane back. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like... Realistically, I, I, you know what I mean? If someone came into my suburb, I was about to say them, or I'm not going to tell you where I live, I think I'd be ticked off and I'd probably take up a fight. If people came into well, your you, suburb, you'd be in trouble because not one person in your suburb would be able to pick up a <laughs> fucking rifle. Really? Yeah, it's too loud, you dad, in our suburb. It's very posh. Too loud, you dad. If, you know, if, if Australia went to... The, the irony here is if Australia did go to war and you were asked to fight, you would still be fighting for England. Because yeah. literally all... Any time Australia was driven into World War One <laughs> and World War Two, we for were, England. We were basically fighting their wars England didn't want. Yeah, because you were closer, weren't you, on the plane? Well, we weren't closer to on Turkey. Yeah, and what's funny about that is there's a lot of English people who spend a lot of time in Turkey every year. Every getting year. the teeth done. Getting the hair. Uh, this is non-war uh, related. Uh, yeah. What's this trend mm-hmm. of people having a shit on the floor on planes? What? Have, what? You seen, have you seen this thing? There's been like three news stories over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, where people have had a poo on the floor on planes. Have you not seen the, these videos? No. I, actually, I have seen one, and it was the captain talking. It was like, "Well, that's it. Someone ruined it for us all." Yeah, they they turned the plane round. Yeah, back to Gatwick. There must be a name for that. Throwing one down on a plane. There must be a name for it. I don't. I don't. I don't. Round hawk down. 
<laughs> Singapore Airlines. Yeah. Singapore Airlines. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be a name for it. Because like, the Mile High Club is when you have sex yeah. on a plane, isn't it? There's yeah. Got, there's got to be something on there. There's got to be an equivalent. But yeah. it's become like a thing. Like, I've never heard of anyone having a poo on a plane floor before. And now there's like three videos out there. Intriguing. This- have you ever shit on a plane before? What, like in like normally? Yeah. Or on the floor? No, like for... <laughs> the fun? Not, not for recreation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, think, you, I, I don't you, think I've ever shit in a plane. And then you get that moment where you press the button. And you hope. And it goes... <laughs> And it lands on a field. I somewhere. used to think that they just had like that, like it just went out the back of the plane. Because mm. I, um, I, and I, like I was, and I always used to wonder, like, did people just drive their cars and just get hit by like flying turds, like fall out of the sky? Well, because they, 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 no, they, they go like into a sh- like a big thing, don't they? And then it gets dropped as one, a and then it, it like freezes, yeah, in the air. And becomes like big blocks of ice. I don't know if that's true. No, I don't think it is. Because no, I, I don't think it's true. They've it. gone through people's houses and stuff. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure. Proper, like, uh, pro- proper, proper, proper normal. normal top, proper. Don't they have like a tank on them where it gets stored, and when they're playing lands, they do that they when they the shit out of it. Yeah. I think, I think trans, like transatlantic, trans Pacific flights. They that's drop fa- them in that's the sea fair enough, though, isn't it? Dropping it over like. The Atlantic. Feeding the fish. Just give it to the fish. Yeah. Like, like the ice is melting anyway, because it's got a bit of sweet corn in it. You know Dropping I mean? the deuce brick. It, yeah. I, 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 like, I'm not having, like, London to Dublin's dropping turds. Yeah. I don't know. Anyone out there who knows the aviation industry, let, let us know. Let us know about that. Imagine a beautiful, graceful dolphin just, like, pop, like you know, jumping out of the water. <laughs> the Odyssey. Sea. Have you seen the, the, the guy? Oh, my God. Have the, you seen the this windsurfer? guy? The windsurfer guy? The wind, have you seen it? Wow. And the, the whale? It's a, it's a, it's like a fucking, is it a humpback or something? Yeah. It's a, it's a whale. It's one of those. whale. One of those whales. Yeah. The T-Rex. <laughs> and it, it breaches and lands on this, this guy. And he's, he's got like a GoPro on, so he's filming. He filmed it. It's insane. Yeah, right. It's insane. And it, lit- it literally comes up and hits him, and you can just stare and be like, ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, hit by a white. He survived. That is wild. He survived. Imagine yeah. thinking that was a great white. Mm. Well, that, that's, his, pretty, his, that's His initial thought would have been shark. You know what I mean? No, it's very weak for a shark. Like, shark. Oh, no, it's, it's only a baby whale. Oh, okay. A baby. Baby bell whale. Baby Yeah, humper. right. Baby. Baby. Baby, baby back ribs. Back. <laughs> baby back ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, oh, baby man. back, baby the back. The ocean ribs. scares the shit out of me. You know what scares me? Orcas. Yeah. You, yeah. You've you got a bit of an obsession with the old orcas. I have, I have got a bit of an obsession with orcas. In fact, the, f- the first... <laughs> in fast. In fact, the first time I came on West Underground, you did a like FBI oh, personality test. Remember we did that? And it was... Yeah. Um, Oh, God, it'll be in the archives somewhere. It's like you, you're basically choosing your partner, aren't you? Yeah, you you asked like three questions or five questions. And one of the questions was, what animal, what's your favourite animal? And the animal you pick has a lot to do with who you your love partner. for a partner. Yeah. yeah, and yours was a whale. Yeah. Hey, Chels, yeah. you like girl? <laughs> but it was orcas. And it, I think I said I like them because they're intelligent. Yeah, and they've got big boobs. Hi, Chelsea. And, right. and they're frightening. Big booby box all. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Orcas. I like orcas. <laughs> orcas now. 
they found uh, I think it's I think it's off the coast of Argentina or something. But the orcas have realised that if they pull if if there's two orcas and they pull the fins from a great white shark hard enough, the pressure makes the liver pop open. Like a Christmas cracker. Like a Christmas cracker. Yeah. And all the oils and stuff from the liver go into the water and they drink the oils because it's really good for them. And then they just leave the carcass. This is real stuff. Google, Google it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Yeah, Google it. Uh, speaking of super heavyweight fighting. Hang on, just stay on the orca thing for a second because I, yeah. I always thought that um, like after watching like Free Willy as a kid, I believed that like orcas were... Were whales, but yeah. they're not. They're like they're like the apex predator of the ocean. Is an orca not classed as a whale? No, it's they're a, like a they're like a dolphin. Dolphin, yeah. but the orcas orcas hunt sharks. Yeah, and orcas orcas are like so sophisticated. If you ever see them, the way that they hunt too, like if you see them hunt like seals and stuff, they like communicate to each other like over sonar to split up, to split up, and they will surround the thing. And they're like they're so coordinated. Do you still listen to whale noises to go to sleep? No, I don't listen to whale noises now. I listen to uh, Calm. Okay. Got the Calm app. Yeah. So I listen to like Matthew McConaughey sleep story. Mm. But <laughs> it's so good. Can, I you, just, can you do one about whales in Matthew McConaughey's voice? The orca. No, can't no. do Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> really I, got, I, got, I got set up there. The orca. Man. Apparently. <laughs> we'll leave it in. Apparently, uh, Jackie Chan grew up in Canberra. Yeah, I've heard that before. Did he? Google, Google it. <laughs> yeah, he grew up in Canberra. Yeah, he grew up in Canberra, yeah, I believe so. I think he's from Hong Kong originally, yeah. and then he lived in Canberra, I think, is his story. What was he doing there, working for the government? Yeah. A little gag for you there. Any Canberrans? Tom lived in Canberra for a while. Great town. Great town. Can I just finish up the orca thing? I've just got one more point before we get off the white, before I leave that there. I just need to say this. Orca, I didn't know this either, but, oh, you know, I just said to you, the orcas are like dolphins. They're yeah. Big, big, big dolphin. Dolphins on steroids. But they also eat dolphins. So they will hunt little dolphins and they will, they'll, they'll rip apart the dolphins. But they're the same species and they're way smarter than us, apparently. But that's like us eating a dwarf. You know what I mean? Like, which you should never do. Which you should never do. It's awful. But tell the orcas that. They're eating. Like, what, what, what? Does an orca see a. What do dwarfs eat? Apples. Orcas as well. <laughs> uh, they're well into hierarchy. Are they? So, like, the great-grandparents, yeah. orcas, yeah. are very, very important within the family. Nanny the orca. Te- the <laughs> they all teach each other how to, how to hunt. And nanny that. orca. Yeah. Oh, nanny orca, nanny orca, can I have a dolphin? Yeah, go on, but don't tell your mum. Don't tell your mum, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you been feeding my kids dolphins because they come home so excited? <laughs> oh, do you reckon... Um, if you, Yeah, what do dwarfs eat, by the way? I think same, you reckon same, if you, same, same food. You I reckon think. if you are a dwarf, like, right, you can. Do you know how like happy meals go, go? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, if you go to a restaurant, right, and you order off the kids' meal, and they're like, "Yeah, but you're not a kid. We only we only extend this to people that are under, you know, like like 15 is our max age for the kids' meal." Sorry, sir, you can't have that. But if you're a dwarf, can you get a kids' meal for life? Because no one's going to be like. <laughs> 
Sorry. <sighs> West Underground on Instagram. <laughs> so let us know. We've got. I mean, that's a real we've, question. We've, we've got dwarfism in our family. Yeah, right. Mm. Granddad Harry's cousin was a dwarf. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. So we, I feel like we can talk about it. If you have a dwarf, will nah. you name it Tyrion Hughes? I think we can. T- <laughs> I don't think it gives do, us a free pass now. Do, do you remember? Uh, do you remember that taxi driver we had? He was talking about dwarves. No. And he said, uh, "He's like, oh, have you seen that little fella on a uh, on Game of Thrones?" And we were like, "Who?" And he's like, "That little fella." And, and then I was like, "Peter Dinklage." And he went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He's doing a lot for the little people. Him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Yeah, he's doing a lot for them." And I went. What about Vane Troyer? And he went too. And I was like, mini me. And he went, nah. He's, I think that other fella from, the little fella from Game of Thrones has done a bit more for them. He's got an opinion on it. <laughs> they always have the opinions, don't they, the cabbies? Uh, Danny DeVito's a dwarf. No really? way, is he? Yeah. What's, no. the, what's the height? What's the height classification? I, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't know if it is a height thing. I think it's a... He's a big one though. It's, it's how you identify. No, it's it's a it's a conditioned dwarfism. Yeah, he's a big one. Like, how do you know? How do you distinguish being very short and dwarf? I think I think oh, it's a, got dwarfism <laughs> is like a condition, isn't it's, it? It can, it's a condition. I think I think it affects different different things. Yeah. Yeah. I'll ask the Google machine now. Uh, shortness in height that results from a genetic or medical condition, a common cause of dwarfism. Dwarf. So it's said that a bit short dwarfism is a genetic mutation that affects bone growth yeah there you go you learn something new every day I would just love to ask to sit with a dwarf for a couple of hours and just ask a lot of questions what life would be like yeah because we would be polar opposites like I I'm 6'5 yeah so we could we would be, be able to fill in knowledge gaps for each other I reckon are you 6'5 yeah no you're not are you yeah I am I don't that's think you're six five. But you, get tall, you get tall. You get tall. There's a tape measure in that you, bag. You, you get bigger do every mouth. episode. It smells like penis. That tape measure. <laughs> well, the first three inches does. Uh, mm. If uh, I stand up straight, I'm a uh, like hundred and ninety something centimeters. So I wouldn't say you're six five. It all five eight. Not five eight. Yeah, because I'm six foot four. Um. The world of celebrity boxing, the toxic world of celebrity boxing, yeah. continues crossover fights. So just this morning, it was Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou, the UFC star. Um, I don't know how long we can keep going with this charade, this this boxing, they call it, this crossover and the celebrity boxing. Because it's fucking ridiculous. Why? But it's fun. It's ridiculous. So... Like, Tyson Fury fought today and he's considered, the, you know, like the best heavyweight boxer on the planet. Yeah. He got rocked a couple of times by this guy who's like third sport is boxing. Yeah. yeah. And it's just for pay-per-view and it's, you know, it, it, Tyson Fury won, uh, but it'll, there'll be a rematch because everything's set up in these things for trilogies. Last week, Logan Paul fought that Dylan... Dennis. Dennis. Dylan, yeah. Dylan Darnus. Which was a terrible fight. It was just, just got awful. Tommy you know, Fury, Tyson's Fury for oh, KSI. Can I just say, Tommy, Tommy Fury is fucking shit. He's a professional boxer. He's so bad, man. Like, I've, I've seen 17 stone fellas in boozers throw, throw better than you know, You know what? Like I thought KSI genuinely won. 
Yeah, and I think I. everyone else did. Like, and I think he did. I think if he went back, they but they wanted they gave gave it to Tommy because you know, like that's his actual profession in life. I've but. just realised the YouTube boxing thing. <laughs> we could end up in there. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, don't slag it off too much. I'd smoke Tommy Fury, mate. Big arms, Tommy. What's he gonna do, Tommy Fury? I'll be coming to your house. I'll be fighting you. I'll be fighting you in the face. For I am Tommy Fiore, the boxer. Brother of Tyson Fiore. Son of a John Fiore. I was, I was on the biggest television show in the UK's history. I was on Love Island, season nine. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what his voice is like, but it, it, all, sounds, like all, it sounds, sounds like Tyson. Like Tyson. No, no, all the Fiores have the same voice, don't they? Oh, they all that's have. Not bad. They all have. The same. That's not bad. That's <laughs> no man born from a woman's cunt could ever beat me. I would beat him every day of the week and twice on Sundays. He's a bitch. You are a bum. You sound like the father. Yeah, well, they all sound the same. Don't they? Have you seen that's that video? Right? It was it was on like um, Aiden Ross's stream, and he had KSI, and he had. Tommy and he had the dad John. What's the dad? John John Fury. John, John Fury. And John Fury's like taking off his shirt, and then KSI takes off <laughs> his shirt, and then Aiden Aiden Ross takes off his shirt, which he shouldn't have. He should have just left that on. And then Tommy's taking off this shirt, and it's the gayest thing like I have ever seen. Like you would think that if you watch this thing, you would think it was the start of like like a gay orgy. You know gay what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. It was the way to like, come on, come, come on, you think you're... Yeah. Like, come on, come on. I'm not afraid of any man on this planet who's, who's been born to, to a woman. It's, to be honest, I am though, not afraid of no man. Like, it looked like they were gonna about to get all lustful too because they all were taking off their shirts and like... That, no, yeah. no one. Yeah. I don't know who Why asked does to take that off happen? all the shirts. Why like, does that happen with a, men? It's a fine line between love and war, isn't it? Is it a yeah. prime? <laughs> is it a primal thing? They're taking your top off. Getting out. Yeah. Well, that's why like footballers take their shirts off when they score. Yeah, because it's, it's the emotion. It's the heightened emotion. Apparently, it's because um, when you're in that intense emotional state, yeah, uh, like material, you don't want material on your body because you. You're, it's like you're greater than the material. You're bigger than it. I can't wait for Darwin Nunes to score a winner, take his shirt off and be like, come on, I'm a fighting <laughs> man. I'll fuck you twice on Sunday. <laughs> I've, I've been I've been learning English from At Home with the Furies. Oh, did you watch that on Netflix? Oh, it's so, it's so ridiculous good. though. It's so funny. Like when, like I, I kind of related to it when Tyson is, um just goes out and he goes, no, I got to go for a drive. Like I think, I think he's got diagnosed on ADHD. Oh, he's got, he's he's ADHD and he's got a uh, bipolar as well, hasn't he? And yeah. you, you can see it when you're watching it. He's like, "Come on, me and you are gonna go to Paris for the weekend." And she's like, "No, no, we're not." And he's like, "All right, we're going to. I'm I'm looking at jets now. We're going to <laughs> Egypt." And she's like, "No." And then they just go like the pub. <laughs> oh, you know, I get I get in my own head sometimes. I need to be a fighting man. I'm a fighting. Yeah, what it's a, like what, I've retired. What I what a, what a family though. Like yeah. it is. Like I hated Tyson Fury for yeah. years. Yeah, and he's done so much. Yeah, like, since he's came, like he's given a lot of charities, and he, he is entertain like he is entertaining. Yeah, he's just 
He's just a bit of a helmet, isn't he? You know I, what I mean? I felt like I wish I could be one of the daughters in that family because he's just like, yeah, the, 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 the girls don't have to go to school yeah. <laughs> when they get into you're, year 10. You're going to stay at home and be a good a good wife and a good mother, just like your mother was to me when, you're she was, learn, when she was 14. But you're going to learn the family business. Yeah. And then just take it, like, the, then she's just got a job in media. Yeah. That, that, is, that is big though, isn't it? Because like, they come from such a different cultural background. Oh, it's massively even though, different. Even though we basically live in the same world. Yeah. Their world is so much different oh, than ours. Oh, so like. different, man. So different. Where are they from? The the part of the traveling community. What is the traveling community? Well, the Romani gypsies, I think. Yeah. So they so they they don't have a <laughs> yeah. Well, not not Romanian Romani. I think it's it's a it's different. But yeah, that's their. That's their um, and I will beat that man, <laughs> and I will look him in the eye because he's a bum. You are a big dosser. You are a dosser. Can you wear. guys explain to me what this gypsy like culture is? Because the only rec- the only knowledge I really have of what gypsies are is from Borat. Well, we I'll, I'll tell. So I'll give you mo- modernistic views <laughs> on 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 the travelling community, G- the gypsy community, <laughs> the travelling community, S- settling children. Uh, no, so like. They don't have a fixed address, caravan culture. The, the they're all in amongst themselves. A lot of it's a lot of honor, isn't it? It's a, it's a lot about honor in that community. Like so, the bare fighting and all that comes from, like that's how they settle their differences. Yeah, you just get two fellas. They'll call each other out. and I'm going to fight you on the park by Sainsbury's on Sunday, and we'll see who the real man is. Like Tyson Fury, that is what it's like. I think, yeah, I think hard as I, nails, do anything for each other, but like, uh, like essentially squatters. Right. So like, we remember the, there was an Asda by where we lived. One day there was just like two hundred caravans there, and they just moved in, and they, 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 you can't move them on. Like that's where the find in the home because it's like for centuries they've just been in wagons and whatever, and just went yeah. just went around the world, being like like uh, essentially the original nomads. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty, it is pretty like cool. Most people are settlers. Yeah. They're, they're travellers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and I think just because of that, like, you know, we all have different c- cultures because of that, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're all different, <laughs> but we're all the same. You know what I mean? We all shit. We're all, we're all the same. We all sleep. We all shit. Some of us shit on plane floors. Yeah. Google mm-hmm. it. It's out there. <laughs> Two Didn't girls. think I'd have a catchphrase. Now I've got one. Yeah, what's that? Google it. Google it. Yeah. Pro- proper there. Uh, Pro- proper. Proper. No- normal. Proper. Normal. Proper. Proper. Normal. Proper. Pro- normal. Proper, lad. proper Pro- normal. Trash on Sunday. Proper normal. I like me. But in that documentary, it is quite funny. John Fiore lives in like yeah, in a stagecoach, and he's like just outside. And he's like, "Come on, Tyson, come round. We'll have a cup of tea, right?" My mate's dad knows John Fiore. Mm. John Fiore does not live in a wagon. Yeah. He lives uh, in a big fucking house. Yeah. Right. He lives in a big house. And my my mate who's staying with me. Yeah. His dad knows him because they, they go hunting and whatever. And he's like, no, I've been to his house. He doesn't he doesn't live in that. But that's it, that's for the that's for the, the character. The character of it. Reality right. TV. But yeah. he, he doesn't yeah. He, yeah. He's got running water in his house. Yeah. But uh yeah, I like the Fiori's. it's uh and I don't mind him kind of doing this because I think Tyson Fury's a great boxer. And I think he's a great showman. But the rest of it, like the, the YouTuber boxing and whatever, is like, it's all for money. 
Yeah. Um, that's okay. It's entertainment. Yeah, I agree. I people, I, people are paying for it. I think as long as we can decipher the difference between entertainment and and sport, mm. you know, like I think I think that's a part of boxing's problem. You know, like because I know there'll be loads of professional fighters out there who are looking at it, going, "These fuckers are going out and getting million dollar fights." Yeah, and. They're only getting millions of dollar fights because they're YouTubers. Yeah. But I'm slugging away, you yeah. know, how many hours in the gym. But part of the problem, I think, with boxing is that every big fight is so over-lavishly promoted Yeah, that it's hard to decipher the difference between that and, and celebrity boxing. Yeah, yeah. And look, I don't think there's anything... Like I, said, I think it's... It's just unfortunate that it's landed on boxing's like because I think boxing has been on its ass for a few years. Yeah, anyway. I know it's been a good thing for it, man. It's and like it, really and it, it has brought more eyeballs to it. It's it's getting people paid that would never get those big kind of payouts. Mm. Tommy Fury wouldn't be making millions on a fight, and he made millions on a fight. I know. I, look, it's been on its ass, but it's not out for the count. Wow! Oh. Ding ding. Boxing will be back. Ding ding. I know. I think it's a good thing overall, and it just depends what you like. If you if you feel like it's annoying, Jack, it's just probably because you what you see the merit in um, in in skill rather than entertainment. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's yeah, there is there is an element of that, but I just think like y- you know, it's pure purely money or there's there's no belts. It's it's yeah, we're gonna put gloves on and we're gonna have a fight. It's the same as your mate Richie at work going to do a white collar fight mm. on a Friday. It's like, oh no, I think I could get in shape for that. And it's like, yeah, good on you for getting in shape for that. But you're not, you, you haven't done the fucking years of boxing since you were 12, being in gyms, getting punched in the face. I think, look. That's if, why it's so interesting. If, if any of these people went, it, like, they wouldn't do a UFC crossover because most of them would be asleep in a minute. You know what I mean? I, 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 I think, think Jake's I, going to. I, I've got nothing bad to say about Jake Paul, man. I think Jake Paul's the only one that's really I like Logan, genuinely... I do, I do like Logan Paul. I like that he's... Logan Paul's in wrestling now as well, and he's killing it. Yeah, he's but, killing I, it. but I would I like Jake more at the moment, and I like Jake more as he's got he's gotten older because he's the, he's the only one that's... Like, look at Logan, right? Logan went and he fought Floyd Mayweather. He lost. He fought <laughs> KSI. How's that he a lost. sentence, by the way? But... Yeah, but I mean, and that's all he did. Where Jake went and he fought. Jake's like fought heaps of people now. Jake, Jake, Jake won against like Anderson Silva twice. Mm. And and also just have a think about like he's in. He's going and he's trying to get better and he's getting better and better and better and better. And yeah. I think even his fight with Tommy Fury was pretty close too. Mm. Like, I think I think boxing's biggest problem is UFC. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think boxing will have a go at UFC that openly, but really UFC's came in and taken that big thing. Yeah, which is interesting with like the the wrestling side WWE. I've had to accept the fact WWE dot com. They they had to accept, so they used to just compete with boxing for pay per view, but they'd be smart about it and be like, all right, well if Tyson's fighting on that day, we'll we we'll have our pay per view the next week. That way we're not competing. UFC came in and all the pay-per-view buys were going to UFC 
and it's the same unless it's a really big boxing fight their pay-per-view buys fell off a cliff and what what's smart about that merger between WWE and UFC is they control the market of it now whereas boxing I think is the one left behind by it. you know I, I, I actually think that boxing was on its on its way out before UFC really took over anyway because the, just just think for a second if you had you had Muhammad Ali at the at the like at the late sixties going through the going through the seventies, right? You had this phenomenal character who was also very, very, very like very interesting guy, very yeah. smart, very calculated, also probably one of the greatest talkers you've ever heard in your life. And I'm so fast that when I turn the light off, I get I'm into bed, bed before the, the room gets done. Oh, what a what a quote. That I'm so bad I make medicine sick, you know? <laughs> I'm so quick I make medicine sick. He was no. always rhyming. Yeah, no, that's just true. Sorry. Muhammad Ali or Shakespeare? But, but big, big personality. He's just so fucking quick, man. And, yeah. and and even the way that he fought, too, was so cool. He fought with his, fought with his, hand, fought with his hands Dancing. down, shuffling with his feet, fighting guys that are, like, way bigger than him, too. Like, you see Muhammad Ali next to George Foreman, and you're like, dude, like, pick, stay in your fucking, you know, your weight range. Yeah. Muhammad Ali's like, no, nah, I got this, boys. And yeah. he did. Yeah. He fucking did. He grilled him. <laughs> so are we are we saying then what what boxing really needs is a new star? That's what I'm saying. So like so you had the eighties come around, right? And then you had you had Tyson come in, who was just this was just like fantastic to watch because he was just this big monster strong monster, right? Yeah. Just like knocked people out really, really fast. He was, was having like, he was having fifteen fights a year. And you used to see Tyson come into that boom, boom, and people just didn't even know what to do. Like they were just like trampled by Tyson. Mm. And then, then you had the nineties come around. And who have you got? You got Floyd Mayweather, right? And Floyd Mayweather is the most boring fighter you've so ever boring. seen to watch. And like you've Lennox got like Lewis. many Pacquiao, Lennox but they're Lewis. not. Even the way that Floyd Mayweather talks is not even interesting. Oh. He hasn't got the... Like, at least when you listen to Mike Tyson, he's like, I want to thank you guys for coming out to the fight tonight. I, I knew I this was going to come around to you doing your Mike Tyson impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unbelievable. I'm the greatest fighter the world has ever seen. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. It's pretty. It's a pretty good impression. Prince Nazine, though, he was in the 90s. He was pretty cool. Yeah. I think, look, it's, uh, it's, just, it's just on its arse. It's, just, it's, like, it's on the ropes. But oh. It's on the ropes. It is. But so you had, so I think what's happened is you had this gap, right, where, where fighting was kind of overlooked because you had, you had boring fighters, which, which was, which, which was, so I'm saying boxing was already, already kind of on its way out. Cause like, I mean, old mates still did used to get the pay-per-views and you had, you had Roy Jones Jr., but you didn't have a Ali or you didn't have a Tyson coming. Mm. You didn't have an absolute fucking monster that was coming in and just knocking people out. Even David Hale was a boring fighter, man. And yeah. I think, you know what it is? The emphasis so much on the heavyweights. Yeah. And it's... The, the good thing about UFC, right, is on the undercard, you're watching these people who are broke as anything and they're going out to destroy each other. Mm. And you will sit... You can watch an undercard and they're always free, the undercards. And you can get as much entertainment out of that as you can, like, any yeah. mid-card fight anyway. And you have Because it's, it's that interesting. People like people, the big, people people like the know, big knockout, don't they? But yeah. people know shit. That's the thing about the UFC. People people just twist it up like a pretzel. They know shit. But the UFC... Will That's have what like, scares me about fighting in the street, man. People know shit now. But the UFC Ooh. had so many seasons too. Like the UFC went on for twenty years where no one actually really gave a shit, right? Yeah. Like they were they were they were really, really struggling. Yeah, it was on it was only until 
the Ultimate Fighter when it, it took off because they they were around I think fourteen years before the Ultimate fourteen years. When the Ultimate Fighter came out, I still don't think it is what I think the person who really saved the UFC is Conor McGregor. Because Conor McGregor came around, right? And Conor McGregor was that, was that, was, had, he had Ali, the- Ali, Ric Flair, he's, yeah, he's a personality. He, he, he's in the same class as, 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 as Ali and, and, and Tyson, and just in interest in watching, and just also the way that he spoke too was like mesmerizing too, and, and just gave Go on, sport. go on, do, do your Conor McGregor impression. I can't actually do a Conor McGregor impression. I've tried, I've tried. Yeah, see you, yeah, he's a fucking bomb, yeah. I boxed that bleeding ears off him, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You come for the king, you better not miss now. Who the fuck is this guy? Ah, okay. We're just doing Irish people, are uh, Guys, look. We would be remiss if we didn't talk about Macha. Don't you was a man who thought it. But I'll tell you. No, Hold on. Hang on, hang on. Just before we get to Macha, we have to cover the most interesting guy in the UFC at the moment. Who's that? Fucking Sean Strickland, man. Oh, Paddy the Buddy, baby. No, Strickland's but, cool. Far Jack. Sure. Joe well, Jenkins. Sean Strickland is the most. Like, have you, did you listen to his episode on Rogan? No. It is the most wild listen I've ever heard. It's the most freest I've heard somebody speak. He's, he, he talked about, like, he's like, Sean Strickland is saying, like, he's a, he's a piece of shit. He was raised really poor. His mum and his dad used to bash his mum all the time. And once he hid under the bed and his dad came in and started fucking the mum on top of the bed. And, like, like, like it is, when the way that Sean Strickland spoke about his life, man, it's like full American history act. I don't think I want to go into Paul McCartney now. You've just spoke about that. Jesus, I was in a great mood then. Sean Strickland's poor mother. Oh, Dude, like the way, like you have to give that that episode a listen. It was just like a wild, wild listen. And it was also, it was also just like, and it's also just good to see that he's like. Don't so, say normal. Don't say normal. He gets punched for a living. Gets kicked in the face for a living. No, but I think he's a kid that's like been really come up really, really like skint mm. and had a really, really I think hard it's life. nice when you see that yeah, and then they make yeah. it. They make it just like Paul McCartney. Welcome to West Underground Reviews. All right. We'll, we'll <laughs> think of a name for this section. WU Review. I don't know what we're going to call it. Machas Bacher. Ah, well, we can't call it that because. That's what they should have called the tour. Machas Bacher. Because no, yeah. you call McDonald's Maccas over here, don't you? Yeah. It would have been would have been way better than Paul McCartney got back. What about get back? Get back get back a Macca? No, but Macca Bacca, that, that's a nice would have been very Australian. It's getting worse nice. the further I go. <laughs> so we all went to watch Paul McCartney this weekend. Um I'm gonna kick it off. I cried three times. I had an out of body experience. Said out loud three times, I'm having an out of body experience. <laughs> I don't think it's that out of body. Oh, honestly, it was it was the most perfect, amazing night of my life that I never ever wanted to win. If I'd have had a ring on me, I'd have proposed. Oh yeah. my god. Because the stakes couldn't have been better. That's scary that you're that at any point your life could turn. I know. If only I had an engagement ring. Does Abby she she listened to uh, Yeah, she I told her. I'd, I'd said to her, if I had a ring, I'd propose to you, you know. She was like, I'm glad you don't. Oh. Because I don't know if this is going to work out. No, she never said that. <laughs> it's the, I think it's the, a lot of people there. Um, How good was it, though? Seriously? Unbelievable. What was your, your favourite favorite song? Hamish. He, he did all the big ones, by the way. Well, he did like as many as he could do in three hours. What was your favourite? 
Um, I've got a feeling. No, what what was your favourite? <laughs> What's your what? favourite song, Paul McCartney, Shank? Yeah, that one. Which one? I've got a feeling. What have you got a feeling about? What did you feel about it? <laughs> Shut off. Piss, there's a lot of hanging fruit there. It's worse than shit. Yeah, I know. Playing, yeah, that was good. I've got a feeling it was good. Yeah. yeah. It's because John, John yeah. comes on. And, the, and it felt that like... Was, uh, that was one of the points I cried as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was nice. Oh, John. Because he was, like, last time he came on, um, well, last time I saw Paul McCartney, he was starting to kind of, kind of do that with... Oh, with, with the virtual, but okay. this time it looked like he had figured it out, and he also kind of got a bit emotional at the end of it, mm. too, where he's like, he could see that he was trying not to cry on this one. The whole that, like, we we were listening on the way over to the studio before we went here today. I just, I just started bubbling as soon as, yeah. it, like, I can't, I can't put it into words what it meant, the the concert. It was it was bucket list shit anyway. Taking it off, I felt this immense sense of pride because he is from where we're from. And then you're looking around and like there's kids who know all the songs, yeah, and all. And it's just like it makes me all that shit going on in Palestine and Israel, and and then like you'll just see like like Tom was sat by like a little kid and he knew all the words and you think. That kid's probably no older than 10. Yeah. You're like, we're going to be okay, aren't we? Yeah. You know what I mean? All we're, these songs about love and Yeah, peace we're, we're, we're going to be okay. Yeah. There was an old lady in a wheelchair, like, like a couple rows in front of me. Mm. And did you, did you kiss her? No, like she was in front of me, but I, I would have if I could have. Because she, she, like, it was just so beautiful because I think I, she looked as if though she was, you know, um, like had like had a bit of dementia or like really wasn't in good shape, right? Yeah. But you could see her getting brought back to a time where she was like, like I thought she was going to stand in, in a wheelchair, man. Like I thought, I thought, <laughs> hallelujah. I, I thought it was going to happen. <laughs> Get the devil out of these wheels. <laughs> she came in and I saw her at the start of the concert and she was like this and she looked like she had like very limited movement. Mm. And then she was like, Getting off, like getting reaching up, up like like the, like, and you could see the the wheelchair was like moving too, and I was like, "Holy shit, she's gonna, this she's bit, gonna stand. This bitch gonna dance. This that, bitch. That's music, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. music, man. Man, I thought Paul McCartney had become come a saint, man. Like I thought, you know, like I thought, like this lady was seriously gonna stand. <laughs> I loved it. I tell you what, as well, Allianz Stadium is beautiful. Love it. Build that with these bare hands, mate. On my own. There was no one else there. Just me on my own building it. No, it's some it's some building, isn't it? Never queued more than two minutes for a beer. Yeah. Never queued more than thirty seconds to go to the toilet. Yeah. The whole night. It was just brilliant. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Uh I do want to talk about the cunty woman who was sat behind me though. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> we're in we're we're up four songs in, whatever it is, and um so we were we were literally just behind like the the sound booth, the sound desk. We had really good city, expensive, but it is what it is. Anyway, how, how, how much was it? I think I was like seven hundred dollars a ticket. Ah, kid. <laughs> Where did you sit, Tom? Got, with him got, as well? got, got that Me? podcast money. I was in the bloody arse end at the back. <laughs> couldn't even see him. Yeah, one, I couldn't be sure he was on stage. At one point, he said, uh, "He said everyone in the." In the cheap seats, clap your hands. Everyone else just wrangle your jewelry, and I was like this. 
for Maka. Uh, yeah, this country woman. Um, she's like, excuse me, can you sit down? And I just went, I just like ignore it. And she was like, excuse me, you're being really rude. Can you sit down? And I was like, hey, love, he's 81. Are you going to see him again? No, well, that's not the point. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not sitting down. I'm not sitting down. And then I think the next song was like, got to get you into my life. And everyone stood up and I went, you're going to fucking tell them to sit down as well? Oh, what a bit. I, it, it was at the point where I wanted the husband to say something to me. So you can knock him out? So I could have beat the shit out of him, yeah. Yeah. I did. Honestly, I just fucking, like, go and, go and sit in the stands yeah. where, like, you've you've got a perfect view. Yeah. Don't. Like, I know it weren't standing, but, like, what annoys me is they might have been there only knowing Beatles songs, right? So when he's playing, like, Come On To Me, like, I love that song. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to sit down. For, I love that song. Yeah. She might not know it. I think if you're at a gig, if you're at a gig, you should be able to stand up and dance all you want. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hey, you guys haven't asked me what my... Hold on a minute. With, with the stars here. Yeah, with the bloody stars. Yeah, you get invited on. <laughs> Shut up. Get neglected. Shut up, Ringo. I feel like I'm in the cheap seat again. <laughs> the, um, the, 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 the thing of... Ringo. Ringo, you've got the nose. Oh, no, okay. um, <laughs> that That's the thing about it. It's like, it, it's Paul McCartney. Like, yeah. it's, it, it's bigger than anything else. I couldn't have sat down for it. I think if you can stand up... It's 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 one of those things you should stand up because he's, he's Paul McCartney. Jack, you can do whatever you want. You paid the money. You you're yeah. there. I now, just I don't, I'm just glad I haven't got Hamish in front of me. All six yeah. foot five. Six foot five. Yeah. The, under, the Undertaker stands up in front of you. I know. Six six. You are now. <laughs> he's getting taller. Go on, Thomas. What was your favourite part of the experience? What was your favourite song of Paul McCartney? Just all of them. Just all of them. Yeah, I think all good. I something. Said, uh, some. Not which oh, one? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Did he do half of it on the ukulele? Yeah. 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 I tell you what, as well. I tell you what. I was, I was, I was bevied. Yeah, I think Me I was too. a little bit drunky, bunky. I was getting two beaters at a time. Me too. Because I didn't want to, mi- I didn't want to miss. Yeah. 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 I didn't want to like go for a wee or whatever. Go to the bar and hear. That's the problem. We're getting two beers at a time. Though. Know. You can't stop pissing. I know. And then the, the more I drink, the more the ratio comes down. So then it becomes like one beer neither way. One one beer, three One beer pisses. wee. Yeah. yeah. Shocking. Um, I want to play some audio and I hope it comes through. Yeah. Um, this is... Oh, God. This <laughs> this is Jet. Um, and this is Abby. Ooh. Abby singing along. Dude, do you know how much I laughed when I saw that on Instagram? It's... I, I'm, I'll put it up on I'll put it up on our social. It's just been on my own socials, but it's it's quite incredible. I think this is it. No, that's not it. One sec, one sec. This this will be it. <laughs> that's my missus. Oh my god. Oh, let's have it again. <laughs> God bless you, Abby. God bloody bless That's you. That's so funny. <laughs> lovely, lovely girl. She's having a fun. Uh, she she absolutely loved it, but like she keeps I don't know why she does it. She tries to drink drink for drink with me. I'm a lot bigger than her. 
Yeah. And I'm like, babe, you can't. And she's like, I'm fine. And at one point, I had to, I, I was holding her up for like an hour, I think, because they're like, stop working. She's she, she kept saying, I want to get on the chair. And I'm like, these people already don't like us. Yeah. You're not getting on the chair, love. You're not doing it. But no, we had a, oh, it was unbelievable. I watched my dad cry. I hate you. Yeah. And I just looked at him and he's like, I just can't help myself. <laughs> I'm just blubbering up. And he was, he was like, na 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 na. And he's like, fucking hell. No, well, no, I think no, we did no. it wrong because Hamish and Hugh went as well on Saturday, didn't you? Yeah. And mm. you just went out after it. Yeah. yeah. We, I, I think That's I was too town. exhausted. But you, you went, you went dancing, boy. Dancing, yeah. You went dancing. Um, yeah, well, well, I was gonna. I had a good point there for something I was gonna say about the McCartney concert. Oh, yeah, I remembered it. Okay, well, during the concert, there was also this like little kid, and he was like sitting like a couple rows, mm. and he kept jumping on the chair, and he, he like kept looking around the concert, being like, and I think it's his like he must have been looked about five years oh, old, right? Yeah, and yeah. it was like his first time in the arena. Yeah, and he's yeah. just like. Oh, taking it like, all taking in, taking it all in, yeah. and he just couldn't believe it. Like he was like, you could see him like getting really like, just just so excited, and he knew the songs too. Oh, that's so and sweet. It was just like it was just like this little kid's probably going to be grow up to be like a musical prodigy. Yeah, you or have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a so very what? successful one on a YouTube. Yeah, he'll be talking about Israel and Palestine <laughs> in fifteen years. Yeah, it'll still be going. Hopefully, hopefully. 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 Um, yeah, I like I, I kept making a point and I kept because Tom and his missus and like her family were separate from where we were, so it was me, mm. my mum and dad, and my uh, my loving partner who can't sing. And um, I just kept saying, just have a look around, just take it in. Like, I, I think I got two videos, yeah, and they were very short because I wanted to just take it in. And I kept, I kept just stopping and looking around and looking at people's faces because he is 81. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get that opportunity again. How fucking loud was Live and Let Die? So loud. <laughs> Live and Let... Like the fucking fireworks. Takes them fires everywhere, mate, Donny. Takes yeah. that fire everywhere. Live and Let Die was good. I could see him even like getting nervous for it too, which is funny on stage. Like he looked like he was like, Live and Let... <laughs> like, the, like flinching for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's an old man. I know he is. <laughs> I, can can we just imagine what happens when he comes off stage? Ah, oh, I reckon he goes back to his dressing room. He's got a a couch, a sofa, like this big brown one, and it's it's got like clear plastic cover on it. Yeah, and he just watches Murder She Wrote and goes to. Sleep. I think he's got like a foot spa. I think he has like TV dinners and just watches the TV. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon he gets an IV when he goes off? You know what? I wouldn't be surprised, man. I reckon he has no. I reckon he's old school and he has a cup of tea. He get. I reckon he gets a massage because, like, I can imagine his joints and everything. Like, yeah, he must get battered. Yeah, but like you know, like he's doing it, isn't he? Yeah, he, he, he mustn't feel eighty one, must he? No. Well, think about this, right? I was thinking. I was saying to you this because he, he was he was worried about that, weren't he? Yeah, but that was. 64 and now he's 15 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was saying to Hugh, like, he's a similar age to, like, our grandfather, but, like, I think for, like, for a musician, right, like, your life, if you're a musician, is pretty, like, is as hard as you really want it to be. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think Paul McCartney's probably had a pretty, like, I don't think he would live a, like, I don't think it'd be very 
physically stressful for you? Because you only have to perform a couple hours a day, and he's not Mick Jagger who runs around and dances. Yeah, but I mean, he still do like what was it? Two hours for thirty, two hours forty. Like that's it's insane to to be able put it this way. On Saturday, we went into the city at lunch, and I was like, I don't know how he's waking up today and being like doing that again tonight. Mm. Like I know the adrenaline gets you once you're in it, but like if. I, it makes me so embarrassed as a singer that I think I I don't know like I couldn't do that back to back. But you're not you're not primed for that right now. Mm. Whereas if you were going on tour, you will be physically and mentally ready. For yeah, that. I think it's smart the way they do because it it's not it's like it's Sydney. It's a gig every like tonight. Uh, sorry, Friday and Saturday, and then he'll have a couple of days off, and then he'll probably do two nights again, and then yeah. a couple of days off. And, which is better than just trying to hit it every single night because he would bear out. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it. I, I'm, I'm just very, 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 very happy and feel very fortunate that I got to see him. Because uh, you don't know how long your hero is going to be around. Well, that brings us, doesn't it, to our mate Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry died, uh, died today, fifty-four. Fifty fucking four, man. Like, and you know what? He's. He like he admitted it, and he, he had big problems with addiction and whatever. Like as friends was going on, and yeah, apparently he was only sober in one season, was it? And it was that season he got the Emmy nomination. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Just shows. <laughs> Just shows you. But uh, yeah, that's really sad news. That because I feel like everyone's kind of grown up with friends. Mm. Well, all of us have anyway. Yeah. Um, and he like him being the funny one and whatever. And I think like it's got to be said he's. Like, as comedic roles go in a show, that's one of the best. Was he just a drinker? Ever. No, he was coke and pills and whatever, but he's he's been clean for years. Yeah. yeah. I think the damage was done. Yeah, I think it's just caught up to him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, re- it's really sad that. Like, the outpour of, like, love and condolences I've seen on Twitter, and that was only announced, like, this morning, I think it came out that he passed... Yeah, it's really, really sad. I think I'll be watching the whole nine yards tonight and some friends. And yeah, I think um, I think at the start of his audio book um, is a what do you call that? A prologue. Yeah. From um, from uh, what's her name? What's her name? Phoebe. What's the actress name? Again? Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> Thank God I got that. Says um, you know the question that people ask her the most. The first question is, like, how's Matthew doing? Like, that's what people say when they meet her. Oh, that's nice. Because um, I guess people have just got that that feeling. And I think, you know, it's, it's such a shame. He's one of them really amazingly talented people who, you know, it just wasn't perfect, like. Yeah. These people aren't perfect. No one is, though, are they? No one is, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's lived a lot longer than people probably thought he would have lived anyway. Yeah. But yeah. it's just a shame that, like, obviously, he he did get clean and then didn't get to see it out for a long time. And we don't know the circumstance yet, do we? We know he had suspicion and then he drowned in his hot tub, like... Mm. Um, but you know the the amazing thing about B 
being someone like Matthew Perry, who is on one of the most successful TV shows of all time, is that he will forever live on. Yeah, yeah. Which is an amazing thing that yeah. not many people get to do. And he's funny. He's funny as fuck, isn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah. It's not as funny as me. Or <laughs> nearly. He's pretty funny. Nearly as funny. Yeah. It's very sad. It is, but uh, yeah, Matthew Perry. One of the one of the good ones. One of the very good ones. Um, guys, I'm starting to feel that's a potty. Yeah, me too. I'm starting to feel. I'm starting to feel that's a potty tired. indeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of oh, Monday Night Fever. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun making it. Um, Peace and love. If you can leave a comment, like and subscribe. Honestly, it helps us out big time. Tell um, your friends. Tell, tell your, your mother, cousin, brother, sister. Niece, nephew. Anyone, yeah. anyone you know. But yeah, pass it on for us, please. Um, it's great having me brother in here. Dressed Good. like P. Diddy in the 90s. Google it. Google it. Do we want to save that for next week? Proper, proper good. Proper good. Do you want to save that for next week? Proper job. What's that? The news on P. Diddy. Oh, we'll keep P. Diddy for next week. P. Diddy can wait. I don't know. It's P. pretty Diddy's serious what's we'll happening to him. What's going on with him? All right, we may as well we may as well give this a ten minute exclusive here, Brian. Um So it had, it's it's come out that they re- they've arrested this guy um, called Keefe. Oh, this oh, is the Tupac. Yeah. Tupac killing. Yeah. So and then then now. P. Diddy has been called into thing for apparently putting up the money for Tupac's assassination. Which makes sense. And also there's a lot of rumours that have also been coming out too about, about P. Diddy also um, also basically like how doing heaps of like sexual assault, um, but also with guys, not women. Puffy? Yeah. P. Diddy. Who's <laughs> his name? Come on. Yeah, that that was good. Uh, well, yeah, because the the Tupac one. So, do you know about the Tupac killing? Yeah, like I seen it on the news. I said, well, I seen the police press conference thing. So they've they've had him as like the prime suspect for years. That Keith Keith, what's his name? Keith, he's yeah. at uh, he's in the cribs or the Bloods. One of one, one of them. them. Crips. The Crips, and uh, yeah. So obviously, all the the shit that was going on with Bad Boy Records and Death Row Records. Uh, and P Diddy ran. Bad Boy Records is interesting too because Bad Boy Records started off with like eight people. Yeah. P Diddy's the only one who's left alive, which is really suspicious because they all died of like similar circumstances too. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of just like oh they kind of poison and there's and there's also a lot of people thinking that at the moment Jamie Fox was also poisoned by. P. Diddy's thing because he came out and did a bunch of stuff and that's why Jamie Foxx has been in hospital for the last couple of months. He is also at the age of a stroke though, isn't he? Jamie, Jamie Foxx. Fox. Oh, yeah. Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Foxx is in good nick. Yeah, that's what no, I thought he's, as well. He's, 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 he's of the age of having a stroke, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's in his 50s. Yeah, like, but, that I, shit, that but shit he's just, pretty healthy, man. Oh, no, he's in, he's in amazing shape. But like, if you're going to have a stroke, you're just going to have a stroke, aren't you? It's one of those things. But he was coming out and talking about P. Diddy just before, just before he'd been hospitalised, and lots of people think that he's been, um, he's going out the same way as a lot of the other people from Bad Boy Records. Well, P. Diddy's very, 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 very wealthy, and also very feared by a lot of people. And like he's the one who done the best out of all that shit, really. If you think about it, out of the beefing and whatever, because he's the only one who's. 
career kind of took off in spite of the spider overall. But yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. I'd like to have a little look into that. Because I think they've taken him in and had him like in um, like in questioning for the last couple of days mm. about about a lot of shit. And um, and it's also interesting too that there's there's a guy and he's in he's a New York guy and he had um, so many people signed to his record company and his name is Clive. Um, Clive somebody, but anyway, he signed like Aretha Franklin. He signed all these people. Mm. And and there's a um, another thing on PTT where uh, people have come out and just spoken about it that he's been having a relationship with this guy, um, Clive, for years because Clive came out like 20 years ago and said that he was gay and he's had a relationship, but he keeps it private. Um, but he and he travels and goes everywhere with his partner, and the only person he travels with is P Diddy. P Diddy. Diddy. And also, like, there's things like Ludacris has come out. Not, um, not Ludacris. Um, like Usher has said things are weird about P Diddy. Like, also, like, and a lot of people have putting pushed saying that he's groomed lots of groomed his artists. Mm. And that thing came out on Jay Z too recently, which is like Jay Z that 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 15 year old girl that Jay Z signed that he was um, that he was that he was sleeping with, and she's come out and accused Jay Z of you know. Having sex with her when he, she was like 14, 15. I feel like we ended on a dark note here. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> is, this is somehow darker than Matthew Perry dying, isn't it? It's oh my stuff. God. Beyonce was very young too when Jay-Z got Yeah, there. yeah, she was young. She was like in the choir when they met, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, let me have a let me have a read into all that stuff. That's we'll interesting, though. That is interesting. Week. We'll uh, we'll see you next week on that one. Uh, yeah, give us a like and subscribe. Uh, give us a follow. Give us some love. I've been Jack. I've been Hamish. I've been Tom. Thank you very much. Peace and love. Peace and love. Get back to where you once belong.